Higher inflation and market volatility has put some investors on the defensive. On today's show, we'll examine ETF strategies for buffering your portfolio with dividend income. Plus, we'll examine why value stocks could be poised for a major breakout. Lance McGray at Advisors Asset Management joins us right after this. Hello and welcome to the program. I'm Stephanie Stanton with ETF Guide. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're new to ETF Guide TV, be sure to hit the subscribe button. This will ensure that you never miss any of our original episodes like Spotlight, ETF Battles, and the other shows in our program lineup. We also encourage you to post your thoughts or questions in the comment section below. With stock market volatility and inflation on the rise, some investors are on the defensive. But hedging your portfolio with dividend income could be one strategy for combating the challenging climate. Well, here to talk with us about that plus more is Lance McGray, head of ETF product at Advisors Asset Management. Lance, it's great to see you. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Stephanie. So the U.S. bond market had the worst quarterly start to a new year in 40 years, according to the Wall Street Journal. Bonds are typically viewed as safe havens, as we know, with steady income. But this time around, they have been far from safe, and it's confusing to some investors. What has changed? Why is the bond market struggling, and where should investors be looking for income? Uh, Yes, it really has been a challenging start to the year for most asset classes, and that's especially true for the bond market. If you look at most of the fixed income segments out there, including U.S. Treasuries, investment grade, high yield, they're down substantially year to date. Even the broad-based U.S. aggregate bond index, right? This is a staple in many traditional 60-40 portfolios. It's down nearly 10% year-to-date. And to put that into context, 10% is almost twice as severe as the drawdown experience during the taper tantrum. So, yes, very challenging times here. Um, The question really is, you know, what's causing this? And what can we do going forward to help mitigate this type of risk going forward? So I think, um, you know, I think most people would agree that the main drivers here, what is causing this is really surging inflation and rising interest rates. You know, as we know, inflation is, is a bondholder's worst enemy. And then with inflation well above eight and a half percent, the worst reading in 40 plus years and still climbing we expect inflation to linger much longer than originally expected. And and quite honestly, in fact, we believe we are witnessing the beginning of a rather long and lengthy secular regime change, which will last for quite some time. So the question becomes, what can we do in this type of environment? And the fact is the same playbook, the investment playbook that we've used for decades just isn't going to cut it anymore. In our opinion, it's a It's really a great opportunity to deploy a new investment playbook, one that may help dampen volatility against rising interest rates and inflation. So what are we we favoring in this market? I think first and foremost is underweighting longer duration assets. Number two, we're continuing to maintain our overweight on equities over fixed income, specifically within the fixed income market. You know, despite the potential for a slowing economy, we still favor uh, credit risk over duration risk. 
Within equities, we're favoring value over growth. And more specifically, we're really focusing on dividend quality, dividend paying stocks with steady dividends, um, which we believe will become a very, very important component of total return uh, going forward. And then finally, we're suggesting allocations to other um, higher cash flow generating assets like REITs, BDCs, and even MLPs. So uh, certainly a, a really challenging environment specifically for income uh, investors, but there are some areas of the market that are, are worth exploring. Yeah, you mentioned duration risk. Managing duration risk is something that more investors and financial advisors need to plan for. One possible solution is the AAM Low Duration Preferred and Income Securities ETF, ticker PFLD, which takes a novel approach to hedging against higher interest rates. How does the fund work and who might it appeal to? Yes, uh, inflation and rising rates is is you know, a real problem for, for investors. In our opinion, like I said, we expect it to linger much longer than expected. So duration management is going to be key from here on out. The other thing that's worth noting is that despite the nominal rates are, are moving higher, which is a good thing for long-term bond investors, break-even inflation rates, right, um, is, is also sort of negating the benefits, right? Because on a real basis, after you adjust for inflation, many segments of the bond market are still experiencing negative real yields. And that's a real issue for a lot of investors. So that's one of the reasons why PFLD is a rather unique solution um, as it offers a relatively high level of income, right? As of 331, PFLD's SEC yield was about 564 and a modest duration of around three years. So in this environment, it's very hard to find a solution that offers um, that type of income to duration profile. So a little bit on PFLD and what it is. Um, it is the only du low duration preferred product out there that focuses specifically on preferred stocks with low duration. Now, I must admit, when people think about preferred stocks, they really don't think about um, inflation hedging or duration management. They're probably thinking about income generation, uh, after-tax income, and really potentially portfolio diversification as well. But when you think about PFLD and the way that we've constructed it, we're focusing on those preferreds that offer um, lower duration. So we're targeting securities that have an du effective duration of five years and less. And what this really allows us to do through PFLD is reap the rewards of the preferred market, right? Higher income, higher tax efficient income, uh, diversification benefits, but we're doing so with about a 40 to 50% reduction in duration versus our longer du duration uh, preferred products that we go up against. So very, very attractive product. Yeah. Now, we know that um, duration risk also impacting stocks, of course. This has led to a massive shift in market sentiment away from those high P.E. growth stocks into value stocks. The AAM S&P 500 High Dividend Value ETF, this ticker is SPDV, has been the beneficiary of these changes. And you were early to alert our viewers about this. Give us an update on SPDV. So the discussion around equity duration has, has really started to uh, sort of pick up over the last few months, even the past year, as, as we've seen longer duration equity sectors like technology um, really lag other areas of the market. And for your viewers who really aren't familiar with the concept of equity duration, it's really, you know, derived off of, you know, the traditional bond duration calculation, right? Where the, the concept is, um, you know, interest rates have a negative impact 
on longer dated bonds because uh, the present value of future cash flows is less, right? And if you take that same logic and apply it to the world of equities, you're looking at technology stocks, right? Where the current valuations are really being driven by future earnings or, or cash flows. In the instance of those stocks, you know, they carry a longer duration or in parallel with longer dated bonds, they're going to feel the impact of rising rates much more than stocks that have, you know, consistent dividend payments that have cash flow coming in and so on. So in terms of SPDV, SPDV and along with our entire high dividend value suite is really geared around dividends and cash flow. And in this environment, that obviously shortens your equity duration. Now, uh, happy to report, you know, over the past, uh, you know, on a year to date basis, SPDV is still and its underlying index is still positive year to date, which is you know, very, very attractive in this environment. And that's outperforming the S&P 500 uh, index by over 10%. So really, really attractive product right now when that focuses on not only high dividend yield, but also dividend sustainability. It offers sector diver diversification, so you're not overweight in technology or other longer duration uh, sectors. Um, and also you have monthly distributions. Uh, very, very, again, a very, very appealing product in this type of environment. Yeah, it sounds like it. All right. One final question before you take off. The AAM Ball and Gainer Small Mid-Cap Income Growth ETF, this ticker SMIG SMIG, was recently added to your ETF lineup. Most investors don't usually associate dividend payments with smaller companies. How does SMIG work and where do you see this type of ETF fitting into a diversified portfolio? A really interesting product, again, and that has quickly amass north of $70 million in assets. So it's it's experienced a nice um, nice pickup in assets since inception. It is our first actively managed ETF and it's sub-advised by our, our trusted partners over at Ball & Gainer. So if you're not familiar with um, Ball & Gainer, Ball & Gainer was founded in 1990. They currently have almost $50 billion in assets under management and supervision, and they really focus on dividend growth and income strategies. Their whole philosophy is built around dividends pay dividends, and they've proven the ability to successfully manage small and mid-cap core assets through a number of various market cycles. So again, very interesting product. Um, as you would expect through the name and the ticker, SMIG, uh, it certainly emphasizes high-quality stocks with steady earnings and dividends and looks to offer the growth attributes of smaller cap stocks for the added benefit of high income generation. So in terms of who this product is sort of geared to, um, certainly those for, that are looking for small and mid cap equity exposure, but they may prefer active management over you know passive solutions. And also those that are really looking to reap the rewards or the benefits of the ETF wrapper. So we're talking low cost, we're talking transparency, and most importantly, we're talking tax efficiency. So again, a very appealing product in this uh, in this market environment, one that we've partnered with Ball and & Gainer on and um, really excited about going forward. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lance. We appreciate your insights and we're going to have to leave it there, but it's good to see you. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Stephanie. 
And to learn more about dividend income investing and ETF lineup at Advisors Asset Management, visit aamlive.com. The link is posted in the description section below. And don't forget to subscribe to ETF Guide TV. Tell us how you've been enjoying our timely programs like this one, along with ETF battles and the many others. You can also find us on Twitter at ETF Guide. I'm Stephanie Stanton. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you.